Today's episode is brought to you by ClassyChickDesigns.com. That's Chick, C-H-I-C. They have a shampoo and conditioner system called the Total Experience. And let me tell you, it is for everyone's hair. It is paraben-free. It is sulfate-free. It is infused with macadamia and hemp seed oils to help grow healthier and stronger, more vibrant hair. Get your system today at ClassyChick, that's C-H-I-C, designs.com, and enjoy the show. My name is Maggie and I just happen to be black Could've named this black Margaret Ellen But ain't nobody saying all that I get to sit and talk to smart people That might be my friends All to get a greater understanding of how oppression might end But I don't always talk about business Because edges they matter too So do credit scores and homesteading And how to find a good shoe I just want the space to be good for us And it's something that we own I ain't gonna talk y'all to death I just want us all to grow Black Maggie everybody welcome back to the black maggie podcast um today we have a very special guest um but let's start at the beginning the vibe of the day is thick shea butter okay shea butter that is like nourishing but you can also lay your edges down a little bit and not really clog your pores um and my motivational moment of the day is um don't ever be afraid to put your finger on the braid when they braid too tight. Because, I mean, it's your hair, it's your edges. You must protect them at all times. <laughs> so I want to introduce our guest, the illustrious, uh, I am that, that <laughs> ATL classy chick, Angela Slade, owner of Authentic Simplicity, teacher to hundreds of thousands of the some of your favorite stylists all over the country some of a lot of them in the Atlanta area um she has a very um eclectic career I'm gonna say because you've taught (laughs) hair you've taught nails um you've done advanced classes we got a chance to be on the road back in the day (laughs) um, doing cutting classes so everything from cuts to color to natural to everything that you can think of about cosmetology, this is the source, y'all. She knows what she's talking about. So I want to welcome <laughs> my guest. Thank you for coming today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So the f- number one, people that know me know that I am all about protect your edges at all times. <laughs> Yes. So if we could have just a little bit of conversation about, like I touched on, like, you know, don't be afraid to hold brain, right? But, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's but, a good, good point, good point. You know, so let's talk a little bit about some of the, there's like a lot of products out, edge control products. There's a lot of different things <laughs> that are out. What's your take on like, what can someone do to protect their edges at the most basic level, like you just at home, you just got some stuff that you can get from your local beauty supply? Well, um, good question. And number one is, first of all, making sure that you're not putting repeated, repetitive um, tension on the same spot all the time. Like if you like braids or if you like uh, the lace fronts or whatever, it's just best to take some time off in between time to do something different because a lot of tension on that area could cause um, the alopecia. Mm -hmm. And so 
for me, um, one of the big go-to items that I use right now, and it's something that you can just go way back in, is the Jamaican black castor oil. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just one of the things that I tell a lot of clients that deal with some of the alopecia to start using that first. Okay. And when they see, they see um, some of the hair growth coming back, definitely we have a lot of the shampoos, the different shampoos and things that's out. Um, the, biggest, the biggest problem is just putting the extra tension on and, you know, you're using the gels mm-hmm. and the spritz, and then you want to use a comb or brush to comb through that before you wet the hair again. You have mm-hmm. to wet the hair each time. You don't want to continue to comb through or pull on um, dry hair. Right. To create that repeated tension. Right. I know one of the things that I learned from you was like, if you, if you lay on one side of your head all the time, mm-hmm. that you're going to see, like, you can see that you, you taught us how to like <laughs> read the head and yes. know like what kind of habits your client has. Right. <laughs> that is so true. I teach so, my clients that the same thing. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I think that sometimes people don't think about that. So it's funny. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of times on my videos on Instagram, I'll show up with my scarf on a hundred different ways, but it's because sometimes I have my hair down. Sometimes I put my hair up because I don't want to get those weak spots. Right. So mm-hmm. I know you have experience with locks. Okay. We're going to touch on that for a second. Um, <laughs> when it comes to locks, this is a selfish question, right? <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> you know. It's Okay. But what what would be like your best piece of advice? Because I know that especially in this pandemic, people are moving to getting like the micro locks and things like that because they feel like they need a longer time in between, you know, getting maintenance and stuff like that. What would be your number one piece of advice? Well, that's that's the main that's the main advice is making sure that you maintain it and you're keeping it up. Um because locks, of course, you want it to matter up and do its thing so that you can create the look that you're looking for. Whether it's the micro locks, the sister locks, you know, the regular locks, those big fat locks, whatever it is, your preference. Right. So maintaining it. And a lot of people don't think that they should shampoo. You still can shampoo. Um, once your hair is drying, because you're going you're gonna to let it dry natural pretty much or just sit on a, a hood dryer. Mm-hmm. So you still have the opportunity for that hair to shrink. You know, when it's wet and you add the water, you know, you get some shrinkage going on. So it's yeah. still going to help. So at all costs with anything to do with hair, you still want to always make sure you're keeping it clean. So um, for those that, you know, have the regular locks to keep those because they're a lot heavier, mm-hmm. you have to maintain the, um, the retwist in an appropriate time. So you don't want to have that length that's really heavy, that weight pulling the tension on that hair because that's mm-hmm. why most people actually add those together because you're starting to see some thinning in that area. Mm-hmm. It's because the hair is not being, you know, retwisted in an appropriate time because mm-hmm. it depends on each other's growth. You know, you can't say that it needs to be done every week, every two weeks, every three weeks. It depends on the growth. But, um, for me, I would say just making sure that you are keeping that hair clean and shampooed. I'm so glad that you said that because I think that, especially now we're in a time where there's like legislation that's going up and people talking about, well, you can't wear locks and people can discriminate against people with locks. Mm. But 
we clean our hair. Like, <laughs> me, and, I, so and I'm so funny. glad that you said that because, exactly. like, that's that's a necessary part. Like, we have to live. It's close to our face. We got to smell it. Nice. So, of course, we keep it clean. Exactly. Okay, so I I have a few, like, techniques of yours that are my favorite, <laughs> right? But I want to know from you, what is your favorite? What's your favorite color technique? And then... What is your favorite added hair technique? Okay. Okay, good question. So as far as my um, color technique, Mm -hmm. I think now I I really like the balayage because I can do different things and I can freehand my color. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to use the foil if I don't want to. I don't have to use the saran wrap. I don't have to use any of that. Mm -hmm. And I know you you're probably thinking of one of the things I did at a hair show before when I did this ABC type color mm-hmm. technique and I would do something in different alphabets just so it would come out different. Mm-hmm. But I, I really, really enjoy the um, balayage the same as my ABC technique is because I can freehand it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about putting something in one spot or I can just create it and make it my own. So that's yeah. my favorite as far as that. And with the additive hair, it's so many different, different, different ways to add extensions. And I love mm-hmm. it. And everybody get them. Everybody. So, I mean, now men, now even men. I mean, yes. actually, that's, that's like one of my ones that I really like now, if I can just mm-hmm. get a lot more to do it. Um, but I must say the rubber band technique is still my favorite. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, a lot of people um, mention that wouldn't this be too much tension on the hair? Isn't this bad for the hair? But however, what they're not understanding is um, the braids could also have a lot of tension depending on what you're doing. And if you mm-hmm. have to have someone with very slick or silky hair mm-hmm. or fine hair and you're braiding, you may have to add hair, um, some hair fibers with it, add some mm-hmm. hair extensions. So by adding the loose braiding hair with it, a lot of people that I've known are allergic to this hair and they don't really know it until after they put it in. So it's causing their scalp and stuff to inflame, you know, get red and itchy and, you know, scabby. So you don't want to be able to add it. So that's just one of my quickest ways. And then after you actually sew it in, it lays very flat. And at the same time, the rubber bands tend to um, break loose along the time that they're wearing it. So they're not hurting the hair at all. But that's, I would say, my favorite as far as extensions. And I think the reason that I love that technique the most, so my son has made his way down here and it's hilarious. He's supposed to be upstairs. You going to go to Dada? Yeah, I need you to. Go to Dada. Why? Because I'm busy. Okay, great. He wanted to join. (laughs) Now the dog, everyone's made it down. Okay. It's a family affair. The reason that I love that technique the most is because like the, the science behind it it's so dope because it's like a cage almost and it's almost like mm-hmm. you make a net with hair and mm-hmm. I remember when I first I had a I d- actually did my last big chop while I was in your class and I was like oh no I made a mistake <laughs> we can add that hair back girl <laughs> I, like, I need something on my hair and I had like maybe an inch to two inches of hair mm-hmm. and it worked and it didn't feel tight and right. it felt secure Right. And that's the good thing about it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I I was just like, please tell people about that. So they can. Yeah, that's the good. 
That Don't is you the teach good that thing class? about it. I do. I teach that at um, a lot of the hair shows or either a private um, class that I teach. And a lot of people do like it because you don't have to have long hair. Or if you do have long hair, you can still put it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to have it, It's not a limitation on the short hair either. Yeah. As long as I can grip it and put it in that rubber band, I can pull it over to the side and connect it. Mm-hmm. Then I can actually put some extensions in. So Fun yep. times. Okay, so... <laughs> So now let's get into the, give me, um, and protect the innocent, right? For keep everybody anonymous. But what is your number one chair hair horror story? Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many. I I, I would say the main one for me is, um, color at home clients. So you have the color at home client that mm-hmm. watch different things on TV, see other people doing it, or they may have come to the salon and watched us, you know, do hair. Right. And this is their passion. And I love it because I'm an educator. So when I have the, cl- the class and the students come in, they are always telling me what they do at home, mm-hmm. which is good and creative, but it's not always right. So <laughs> they're using different things to try to correct what they already did or, or correct what they messed up. Uh-huh. So then when it's just at its top, it's like, okay, let me go get you to correct it. So <laughs> I had a client come in mm-hmm. with a color correction. Ooh. It took me forever. <laughs> so it took forever. But not only that, the worst part of that is you don't really know what the client used. And they never tell you exactly what it is. So the main mm-hmm. thing is, well, I did this like... um just two weeks ago but I only had another color I did black maybe three years ago but I'm like honey that hair that color is still there mm-hmm. it's permanent so I don't know what base color is in the hair yeah. hair color that they use so it's just really really hard to correct somebody else's work when it's especially when it's color if yeah. it's a haircut that's fine but I have a color client um that was just one I had a haircut but the color client I would say was the worst and then when you're correcting it Mm -hmm. I'm warning her that the undertones in her hair is going to show up right (laughs) along with the base colors in the color Mm -hmm. it's going to show up so when she see it she freaks out and I'm like okay we're gonna have to tone it and correct it but it's going to take some time because it's something that you did at home and I have no idea what you did so that's my biggest horror story that's a, okay. So then, so there's people that are listening that have no idea about hair. So then there's a there's a whole color <laughs> theory class, right? And so oh, yes. we learned about color math and all of these things. Yes. And underneath <laughs> each color, there's a base, y'all. And so if you do something, so like when you see the box and it says like um, RV four or RV five or something like that, <laughs> right. then that's red and violet, right? <laughs> But right. <laughs> so basically it's like red Level and a four. type of yeah like a type of <laughs> but there's a blue in there because violet is red and blue exactly. so it's red red blue so it's gonna be double you the red it, girl. and a little <laughs> bit of blue <laughs> yeah so it's hilarious because i'm saying all this and i still don't have the color that i wanted in my hair i've been trying to go from <laughs> look it's one thing to have a theory it's another thing to have the touch and the understanding <laughs> Well, good thing with dark hair, red is like the easiest color to get. So it is. we're going to get you there. But however, 
um, that's good to hear you say that. I like that. A lot of my students, that's their number one thing that they say. A lot of people say I learned color, but the basic color theory is the one class that everybody would like me to continue to teach because, uh-huh. you know, you think when you start talking about the primary colors, red, yellow, and blue, they're like, okay, I got this. But they never had a teacher to really break it down and actually put it in equations with the numbers as well. Yes. So when I teach this, they're like, wow. But I mean, it's funny because that was my very first class that I had to teach as an instructor out in my class alone when I started teaching in North Carolina. Uh I was completely nervous. They were so quiet. And I guess they was at uh, an amazement to where I had no idea if they even caught on, if they liked it, if they understood. And when I finished, it was like, oh my God, this is the most that I have learned since I've been here. And I was like, Mm -hmm. wow. So I had no idea. And as I continued to teach it, it was just like you said. So it just makes it easy, I think. Because you got to know the numbers. You got to know the colors. So Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a whole thing. yeah. And I just encourage you, um, anytime that these podcasts come out, and I have wonderful guests, I'm going to make sure that their information is available on the different sites um, that I actually post the links. And so if you get a chance... Tootsie roll on over, sign up for a class. Cause I'm t- it's life changing. Cause you think yeah. about it in all the different things that you do, like color is still color. Mm. You think about it in like people that want to like do different colors on um, clothing and stuff like that. If you want to, if you want to dye and I'm saying yeah. dye because I'm talking about clothes, I'm not talking yes. about hair. you color hair. You don't dye hair. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly right. But I just think it's it's so much fun and it's empowering to like have that information because then you can build a deeper relationship with your stylist because then you know kind of a little bit of what they know and like and you all can kind of come together and come up with whatever that desired outcome is. So then that way when you're like, oh, I wanted my hair to look like, you know, whatever, but you asked for a thing that wasn't going to get you there, right? Exactly. Exactly. So That's I, important. I, yeah, so I, I encourage people, like, you do not have to be a cosmetology professional to want to learn about color math, because it's fun, and it's good to know, and if you are the type of person you like to color your hair all the time, then it's good for you to have an understanding of what it is that you're asking for, so you can ask for the right thing. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right, and then you, you made a great point, too, that was that was good when you're talking about um, getting an education and talking to other people. I teach mm-hmm. until... Um, people that I work with all the time educate your clients yes so that they can trust you so that's that's very important because a lot of times people don't know exactly what's going on so mm-hmm. that's when they go home they they watching you so that's when they going home just trying to do what they see you do not understanding mm-hmm. the chemistry behind everything that's going on so then they exactly. come back to you to try to correct it and you have the horror story to tell about exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> So, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it because I know that, you know, I, I, we talked about, we wanted to talk about natural hair. We talked about locks. Let's talk about mm-hmm. loose hair for a quick second. I think that's going to be our, like mm-hmm. our grand finale, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, some things that I remember um, are like when it came to like having your hair natural, the effects of going lighter, like taking your mm-hmm. hair color lighter if you have natural hair and what that does to your curl pattern, what it has the potential to do to your curl pattern. Mm-hmm. And um, I also remember like making weak spots 
by having different like so when you let your like braids grow out too far or if you have like um you had a twist out and then you let that grow out too far and so you got one curl pattern happening at the end something else happening at the root. <laughs> exactly let's talk about that a little bit get everybody up to speed so they can keep their hair <laughs> that is so true and that brings you back to um, a little bit of what you're talking about with sleeping on a certain side mm-hmm. so or these ponytails mm-hmm. so very important and you'd be surprised because if you notice, my, uh, my clients is always like, how did you know? I was like, you sleep on your back? Yes. How do you know? Because you have the breakage in the back. You sleep on this side, to that side, you can always tell. Mm-hmm. So it's the same way, even when it's natural, especially if it's natural, because now our hair is at a drier state. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure, number one, you are out there getting the correct product. I know you see these um shows and these advertisements and just because one product is good for one person doesn't always mean it's good for you mm-hmm. so you have to see what's good for your hair so one good thing about lightening natural hair um, is sometimes people that have a tighter curl pattern they mm-hmm. want a looser curl pattern and that's exactly what's it's going what it's going to do it's mm-hmm. going to loosen that curl pattern up so if you have the nice um, spiral curl and you do not want to loosen it up, then going lighter definitely is not what you want to do to the hair because it's it's definitely going to loosen your curl pattern up. Mm -hmm. So um, as far as you said about um, the twist out when you're doing it. So so with that, it is, if you're wearing it a long time, and it just depends on too, the size of the twist, you know, sometimes, um, People do bigger twists so they can have just uh, a straight wave pattern look at the end when they take it loose. Mm-hmm. Or is that the type of twist you're talking about? Or the yeah, like either any different size. We can go ahead and get into it and, and tell okay. them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then you have like um, someone like me do the two strand twist, and then I mean, again, for me, you got to make sure that you are doing the proper maintenance because mm-hmm. if you are not. Um, Two things can happen. So if you did a two-strand twist and say, for instance, this just looks so cute and you just keep it for a long time mm-hmm. and it's growing out, it's still curly on the ends because you have trained it to continue to be curly because you have twisted it. Mm-hmm. And then the ends are still straight. Depending on what, are you do- what you're doing to the hair, though, it could um, matter up. And now you have those two pieces of hair connected together that you can't get out unless you're pulling it apart. Mm-hmm. Or you just have that hair that's still a little straighter at the end, at the at the roots, some t- more than the ends because um, you add in that extra twist to the ends. Mm-hmm. So it can just cause you to have the two different. You know, people always say, "Well, I have." Well, it's natural and normal to have different curl patterns throughout the hair. Okay. You may have a different curl pattern in the back than you do in the front. I know I do. Mm-hmm. Some may have it on different sides. And the top crown of your head is always completely different from everything else. That is that is different from everything. So, and that's in everybody's hair. Mm -hmm. So, so you just yeah, it is. So you have to um just make sure you you know what exactly it is that you're trying to achieve because doing certain things to the hair, whether you're twisting it or not, it can cause those differences. And it's like, well, it's straight right here, and then it's curly on the end. Well, it's it's curly again at the roots. 
Mm-hmm. But um, like you said, it, it can depend on how long you're keeping the sow mm-hmm. and what you're doing. So. Right. And then, and that's growth dependent, not time dependent, yes. y'all. Yes, yes, So, yes, like, yes. you know, sometimes yes. you can make it stretch. If your hair is not, like, shooting out and, and growing really quickly, and that's fine. You can probably rock it for a long time because we go through Oh, well, that's the purpose. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's the purpose. But I'm, I'm talking, when I say a long time, I'm talking when it starts to matter. That's a long time. Yeah. So if your purpose is because... Because everybody think when they're getting ready to go natural, they have to cut all of the straight hair off. And mm-hmm. I tell people, you do not have to cut all the straight hair off. Mm-hmm. It is people with straight hair that get locks. So yeah. it's obvious that you do not have to cut all the straight hair off. But this is just, you know, something that they've been taught or they've been told. You got all this long straight hair and you want to grow it out and have locks. You could have continued to keep this long straight hair and add mm-hmm. it to it. So, um, it depends on what you're saying. Like it depends on what you're trying to achieve because if that's the case, then yeah, you're, you're doing the, you're matting the straight pieces up to match the twist that you're locking and it's matting up. That's, that's the only thing I'm saying. Like, yeah. With the matting part. There's options. And I think that that's that's the biggest thing I want people to get out of this episode is that just about anything is possible, especially if you're dealing with someone that knows how hair works right and it's the same for like you have multicultural clients you have clients from every walk of life um every hair type every you know curl pattern Mm -hmm. and all of that and it's like the science of it is still the science of it so exactly you know you hear a lot of people say oh is that for black hair is that for white hair when they pertain to products and you know me in a classroom i'm like how does the product know Mm-hmm. what nationality are you like it, it's mm-hmm. for hair we do hair we don't do the background of the nationality or whatever that mm-hmm. makes no difference when it comes to this so mm-hmm. people sit in my chair that's brand new and they say oh I can't get that style right because you know it's only a style for um Caucasian clients so that style is only for mm-hmm. black clients I'm like no mm-hmm. you, it, it depends on what it is that you want trust me there's not one or two styles that you can think of that it can't be achieved on every type of hair, mm-hmm. whether it's straight or whether it's curling. Now, I want y'all to know that she said achieved, okay, and not okay. that it was going to look amazing. Okay, <laughs> At first, anyway, at right. first. Because right. you have to train the hair to do different things. You have to train the hair. So, yeah. So if you're like, okay, I went to get this blowout and they messed up my curl pattern. Well, I mean... True enough, it could have, but not necessarily that they messed it up. The hair has now been trained to be straight. Mm-hmm. So now, because it is natural, you just have to continue to shampoo it and do, do natural styles. Mm-hmm. And that hair is going to revert back into its natural state. Unless you put something in it with lye, mm-hmm. it is going to revert back. Lye is the only thing that's going to make that hair continually to stay straight. So then the heat damage that we talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Is it heat mm-hmm. damage? It, or is it, or some people sometimes misdiagnosing heat damage from heat training? It could be too. Okay. There is some that has a lot of heat damage and that comes from everyone thinking that they should turn their flat irons up to 420 something, whatever the 400 is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. One of my clients, she was like, oh my God, you have really educated me. And I was like, you don't need it to be on for nothing, not unless you're getting a smoothing treatment. Mm-hmm. So 
if you turn your iron down to maybe 325, you'll see that it's going to straighten the exact same. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to have all the smoke and all the stench of, you can smell the hair that's burning. Mm -hmm. You can smell the burnt hair. Um, It's not scorching it, making it yellow, but you can smell that the hair is burning. Even when you leave, you can smell your hair. Like, Mm -hmm. hmm. My hair still smells like smoke other than fresh, clean hair. Right. That means your that means your irons is too high. So yeah, that's that's heat damage. Mm-hmm. That's definitely heat damage. Um the dryers a lot of times um are not gonna give you that smell. It's the irons they use behind it. Got so it. if you're using that blow dryer over and over too often in that same area, then yes, that could be heat damage. But a lot of times when people are talking about heat damage, it's, it's sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell heat damage because that hair is going to frizz, be frizzy and fry in that area. And you probably start losing it in that area. Right. But like I said, if you continue to keep it up healthy and shampoo it, you can see it revert back. I but think people are quick to take the scissors. Absolutely. I'm like, I think we just saved a lot of people's hair because a lot of times yeah. people are like, it's just straight and it won't go back. Yeah. But if it doesn't have that little frizzle of you burn. have to train it. Exactly. Yes. It's trained. You have to you have to train your hair. When you're straight, like me, I like to cut my hair. I'm I'm in between right now. I'm thinking of just cutting it off. But when I had to relax, so I cut my hair short. The main thing I wanted was the little short, curly, natural hair. Mm-hmm. So at first, even though the new growth was there, it's just used to being so straight, it would not curl. So it have a little C shape with a straight end. Right. And I had to just continue to do it and to manipulate it every day with just wet styles, just wet and go in -hmm. order to get that curl pattern. And then like, as it got longer and I kept it natural, but Mm -hmm. I like it straight, I could blow it out and flat iron it the first time and it is super poofy, maybe Mm -hmm. the second and third time. But then if I continue to do that because I like it straight, then it's now trained to do so. Yeah. And a lot of times people will say, well, you out here in the humidity, why your hair doesn't poof up? Because it's, it's trained now. It's trained mm-hmm. to do what I want it to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. And that's with that, without a lot of product as well. Absolutely. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited because I feel like, you know, everybody is uh, going to get a lot out of what we were able to talk about today. Um, so I have talked to people from different walks of life um, and different um, experiences because the whole point of what it is that I'm doing here is um, to discuss and give uh, pointers from experts and from myself on how to survive and thrive as a black woman in America. Um, our hair mm-hmm. is very important. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, very, very important. But I want to invite you to a round table um, of the other guests. So then that way you all will get a chance to hear each other before we actually do this. This will be a bonus episode later. I want to invite you to do a round table um, with the other people that I've had on. Um, so we can kind of talk a little bit more about like the nuance of surviving and thriving in all of the areas that matter to us as Black women. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, great. So thank you for today. <laughs> now, everybody, um, you know, at this point in time, now I will have someone's um, song playing at the other end of this. So you're going to get an intro from um, on the front end of that. But other than that, until I talk to you again, this has been Black Maggie. Um, and thanks for listening to the Black Maggie podcast. Y'all take care. Bye. And once again, 
Thank you for listening to the Black Maggie Podcast. And this is yours truly bringing you the song Sauce by the recording artist Ja. You can find all of Ja Records at Ja Records on YouTube. That is J-A-I Records. You can also find him on Facebook and Instagram also at Ja Records. I hope you enjoy this selection and please, please go find him and enjoy the rest of his catalog. I got sauce. I got sauce. Bitch, I'm dripping just like Prego. My swag real trippy. I got blocks on blocks on blocks. I got blocks on blocks on blocks. I stack that shit up like it's Lego. I stack that shit up like it's Lego. I got money just to play. I got money just to go. Ten racks, that's just Play-Doh. Ten, that's just Play-Doh. I'm putting on for my city. I'm putting on, I'm putting on. I rep me town wherever I go. Like a track me Ballin' in these streets like I'm a professional athlete Hundred brown drum clean your block up niggas sweet sweet Ain't doing too much talking leave a pussy nigga six feet I keep the toaster on me case these little niggas won't be It's written on the face I can tell her mama won't me She don't want no money from me All she need is some good deed Got a whole lot of sauce bitch I'm dripping just like A1 Real ass nigga and I been that way since day one Not many make it out coming up where I come from It's money to be made out here you better get some I, I, I got sauce Bitch I'm dripping just like Prego Yo, so we got one more episode. Yes, there's another. Do you even read the call sheet? How do we keep on having this kind of conversation? You got a call sheet? Bro, you, are you not in the drive? I was in there today. Oh, don't wait. Okay. See? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. A whole nother episode, huh? Yeah, it's another week of editing. Yeah, I think I'm about to fire myself. You need to. Yeah. Okay, bye.